Alright everyone and welcome to Going Over Bet Pro Wrestling. I'm your host Scotsman and welcome to the only wrestling betting tips podcast on the planet because I'm the only one crazy enough to talk for 15 or 20 minutes about betting on a fixed sport. So, before we get into today's topic, which is Elimination Chamber, we're actually going to talk real quick about a prop bet. Unless you've been living under a rock, you know Cody Rhodes has left All Elite Wrestling, and the sportsbooks are all over it. The sportsbook MyBookie is a couple of prop bets up. Um, one is, well, Cody wrestle at WrestleMania, and the other is, well, Cody bring back the you know, dress up as Stardust. I'm looking at the Will He Wrestle at WrestleMania prop bet, and I would advise a small bet on no at plus 180 odds. Look, it's, you know, there's a good chance he could wrestle at WrestleMania, but there's also enough reasons why he won't. For example, if he does sign with WWE, TV ratings-wise, if they don't debut him, people are still going to be tuning in and tuning in a little bit more to see if Cody shows up, right? And then they can hint at it and so on, they can get their ratings up and all that. Plus, just, you know, like, the rumour is they're bringing back Steve Austin for, for WrestleMania, so you don't really need a Cody match on top of that, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can add to it, make it a bigger card and so on, but to me it's more likely that he debuts, like, at WrestleMania, or maybe on the Raw before WrestleMania or something like that, hype it up, get his first match at the next pay-per-view down the road. Basically, I could see him showing up on Raw within the next couple of weeks or SmackDown and getting involved and stuff, but... For me, plus 180 odds, that's a great wee price on betting Cody not to wrestle at WrestleMania. So that's it, my bookie. You can also go to betwrestlingpodcast.com for a link to that, and that helps support us if you click through it and sign up. Really appreciate it. Okay, so today we're going to move on to WWE Elimination Chamber. It takes place in Saudi Arabia this Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, I believe. This will be an interesting one, because Elimination Chamber can be a really good pay-per-view for betting upsets, not just on the um, the Elimination Chamber matches, but the lower card, you get a few, you know, and a lot of them are kind of predictable in the sense that it's before WrestleMania, so if you know the WrestleMania plans, you can get some good ideas, you know. Um, we've had, like, plus 450 odds, Daniel Bryan winning the Elimination Chamber, for example, was a big one. You had um, Ryback winning the Elimination Chamber at plus 900 odds. That was a really big surprise, that one. That was 2015, and Sheamus was a massive favourite there at minus 530, but they, you know, they'd been building up Sheamus, so that one was a real surprise. So Elimination Chamber, good little pay-per-view for betting upsets. Um, we actually see that with the sports books because the odds are a bit all over the place. For example, you know, you've, got, you've, got your, you've got your two main ones, Mr. Green and Bet Online. Bet Online, for example, have Brock Lesnar to win at minus 105, while Mr. Green have him at minus 250, huge favourite. That affects a lot of the other odds, because Bobby Lashley is plus 150 at Bet Online, but plus 300 at Mr. Green. So, you know, if you have the ability to bet at both sports books, basically if you live outside America, be sure to compare the odds for whatever you're looking to bet, because this pay-per-view, more than any other, is like that. Even Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. Drew's minus 295 at Mr. Green, minus 600 at Bet Online. So go to betwrestlingpodcast.com, click the links to both sports books, bring up my bookie too, compare odds, place the best bets. Okay, so where we're Saudi Arabia, this is where it takes place. It's a weird one for... um. 
for upsets and for results and so on because it's like sometimes they treat it like it's a glorified house show and then other times they actually treat it like it's a really important pay-per-view in terms of the storylines and all that you know so for example you, you you'll have some random matches just for the crowd some random results but then you have huge upsets and it's it's a really weird one to figure out basically like um Look at a couple of years ago, 2018, Crown Jewel, Dolph Ziggler beating Kurt Angle at plus 325 odds was a huge one, you know. That was the one where Shane McMahon, actually, at plus 300 odds, you know, beat Roman Reigns uh, at Super Showdown 2019, you know. Like, it's a, it's a really interesting pay view to try and figure out and where the upsets are going to be and so on. So, I've... You know, you basically got to combine that, combine that and the elim- elimination chamber. For this one, I do think you're not going to see glorified house show results for the most part. You're just going to see more building to WrestleMania results. So with that, let's get on to the the betting tips for elimination chamber. If you're not sure how it works, this is I do this a few days early. Tomorrow, I'm probably going to write up my official betting tips at betwwe.com and get the um and you'll see my full tips there this is basically a precursor to that where i kind of think them out but most of the tips i say here that i'm looking to bet on i always do bet so that's something to remember basically you can follow these and feel confident enough doing it now one quick thing i want to know is smackdown was taped last week the smackdown that airs this week will be a tape show i've looked at the results don't worry i'm not going to spoil any of them and looking at it, there's nothing too big in terms of I have to talk about it for betting tips, so don't worry about SmackDown spoilers. Okay, so we've got the Men's elim- Elimination Chamber. Brock Lesnar is the favourite. Best odds are minus 105, as mentioned. Then you've got Lashley, plus 300. Rollins, plus 450. Styles, plus 700. Riddle, plus 700. Austin Theory, plus 5,000. If you're not sure what those betting odds mean... If you bet 100 bucks on Bobby Lashley at plus 300, you will profit $300. If you bet 100, uh, Lesnar's minus 105, so if you bet him, uh, if you bet $105 on him, you will profit $100. So obviously that's why you want the best odds if you have the option, because you don't want to risk $250 on Lesnar. You'd rather risk 105 to win the same amount either way. So that's why you bounce between the sports books. So this one, it really comes down to, are they doing title versus title at WrestleMania, or are they not? <laughs> to me, I, I don't buy it myself, but I do see why they would, you know, makes it such a big event and so on. But when you have Fox and USA, it's like, oh man, I don't know, you know, like you've got, it's really hard for me to see them putting title on two guys. Of course, that guy can work on both shows and so on, and... But then Roman has to win, right? Because there's no way they're paying Brock for both shows and it could be a short-term thing. And oh, There's so many questions. For me, I'm actually going to... Right now, I'm looking at betting against title versus title. I think I'm going to bet Bobby Lashley and then that way they've got you know Raw to build up his opponent. You know, they could pull off a surprise with Rollins or someone. That's true. I mean, Rollins is awesome, actually. So it's like Lashley or... You know, like I mean, I've I've hated Rollins for a while, but his feud with Roman Reigns was epic. I really liked that, and I could see him getting involved in it. So for me, I'm actually looking at betting against Brock. <laughs> um, Lashley, you know, like it's Lashley and Rollins, I would say, and I'm leaning towards Bobby Lashley. So I think him at plus three hundred is worth a small little bet. Nothing too huge, you know, because title versus title does seem pretty possible. But I would say Lashley. 
plus 300, although I might actually, after this podcast, I'm going to really analyse Seth Rollins a little bit more and see if him winning the title could be a deal, but no, I'm thinking Lashley for me, that's who I would do. We've got the Women's um, Elimination Chamber, Bianca Belair is the favourite at minus 200, Alexa Bliss is plus 200, Rhea Ripley plus 375, Liv Morgan plus 1500, Dewdrop plus 2200, Nikki Ash plus 4500 and give me one second. Okay, sorry about that. I had to pause the recording for a second. I'm not sure if you heard, but I mentioned Miss Bliss. I gave her odds and my Amazon device that shares the same name as Bliss started popping up and trying to get me to play games and it wouldn't shut up. So for the next, as I talk about this, I'm just going to call her Bliss because I don't want to have to deal with that ordeal again. Okay, so we went through the odds. I really, th- I'm, I understand why Becky, uh, why Bianca's a favourite, minus 200. Her versus Becky Lynch seems, you know, set in stone for WrestleMania. Um, it's a revenge match from SummerSlam. Seems great. Here's the one issue for me. I really thought they would push Bianca Belair bigger at the Royal Rumble. I really thought she would be a big player in it because they were going to build up to her versus Becky at WrestleMania. I didn't think she'd win the Rumble, but I really thought she would... Um, I really thought she would, like, you know, eliminate most people or something, or kept strong and so on, but no, so, for me, I'm actually leaning towards Alexa Bliss, plus 200 seems good, I'm kind of hoping her odds drift out a little bit more, but I'm fine with putting a small bet on her, because WWE dedicated a lot of TV time to her over the past few weeks with her therapy sessions, and all climaxed on Raw on Monday. And that's right in time for Elimination Chamber. So to me, that gives a hint that she could be involved in this somehow. Alexa versus Becky. Old school wrestling, booking, doesn't really make, you know, it doesn't really get you going. It's like Bianca versus Becky, the revenge match seems so much better. But, you know, they even go take, <clears throat> take the belt off Becky. It kills Bianca again, etc. Basically, I'm looking at that one, I'm thinking Alexa Bliss plus 200. I see why Bianca is the favourite, but I think Alexa Bliss, just with the way the whole storyline climaxed at Raw there, just in time for Elimination Chamber, I think Alexa Bliss is probably worth a small bet there as well. Especially, as I said, especially with the way they treated Bianca Belair at the Raw Rumble. Speaking of Becky Lynch, she's minus 1500, Lita's plus 700. Obviously, we're not, you know, you can't really, we're not really expecting Becky to lose the belt here. Question is, is Lita worth betting for a DQ finish at plus 700? It's not out of the realm of possibility. It's not something I can advise personally because it's such a gamble. And the question for you is, is it worth a gamble at plus 700 odds? I think it is. And just because I've been watching the pay-per-view and I enjoy betting money to enhance my experience, I will be betting Lita probably. But... I can't advise it. It's basically an entertainment bet. It's not to make money. It's just a pure entertainment bet. We've got Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. Like I said, the odds for him are all over the place. He's minus 235. He's minus 600. So, uh, minus 295. You know, they did that a few years ago with um, Baron beating Roman Reigns around this, you know, this time to build up. Um, and it's like, Madcap Moss, I could see him winning if the direction is Drew versus Baron at WrestleMania. Having Madcap Moss go over Drew, it's not out of the realm of possibility either. I, you know, like just to build up for that feud. But for me, I just cannot bet this one at all. Not even as an entertainment bet. 
I absolutely hate Mad Cat Moss, so I'll probably just walk away and go to the bathroom or make a sandwich during this one. So we've got the Usos, minus 500 versus the Viking Raiders, plus 300, no bets there either. Usos, they're, they're basically in Roman Reigns territory right now where you just can't bet against them. Roman Reigns is minus 1250 versus Goldberg, plus 600. I mean, Goldberg did beat The Fiend a couple, you know, like we, we, have, we have seen this situation before where we didn't expect that that ended up being, let me just check the odds on that one, because I know that was a, that actually wasn't a humongous upset, that was Super Showdown 2020, Goldberg was only plus 175 there, and now here he's plus 600, but I mean, no, no, he can't, eh? no way, not happening, uh, you never know, but yeah, no, no bet for me there. Rey Mysterio is minus 200 versus The Miz at plus 150, you know my rule, always bet on Charlotte, always bet on The Miz. I don't always do that, but I always look at it and try and justify it, and this is a good one here, I think. The Miz had a really hard feud with Edge, it really, you know, he, he got beaten down at every turn in that feud. His stock is what it is, he's not someone that, you know, they really need to reinvest in too much because he's, like, he's the Miz, he's in that one solid position, it's not really going to change. But I could see them as one in here. I think there's enough reasons to, like you said, that edge feud killed him. Rey Mysterio, no idea what's going on with him and Dominic. You know, they were going to break up and now they've dropped that. And uh, it's almost like an afterthought at this point. So I would say the Miz at plus 150, decent little price. You know, he lost John Morrison lately, that edge feud. I'm looking at, like, I bet in terms of, like, a quarter unit, a half unit, three quarters unit, one unit. That's based on confidence. I'm probably about a half unit on the Miz here at plus 150. That's what I'm thinking right now. I might go lower. I definitely wouldn't go higher. But the Miz is worth a bet here. I am going to study his, um, him and Rey Mysterio's history at Saudi Arabia. I really need to see what that means before I really, like, you know, you want to see, because if Rey's someone that's always winning in Saudi Arabia, and that's a big factor, you know, well, if the Miz is winning a lot, another big factor. So... The Miz, I'm strongly leaning towards it. Just got to do a little bit more research. It's one of the reasons I do this podcast is because when I'm talking it out, I get more ideas, I get more things to look up at and so on. So it's a real big benefit for me as well. We've got one more match. It's Ronda Rousey tagging with Naomi, minus 375, versus Charlotte and Sonya Deville, plus 325. You know my rule, always bet on Charlotte, not here. Ronda Rousey, Saudi Arabia... Surely she's winning, right? There's no way she's losing here. There's a first, you know, she's just back. She's just been back a month. Not even that, actually, a couple of weeks. Yeah, there's no bet there. So for me, like I said, I like Bobby Lashley, plus 300. I am going to examine the prop bets available for that one. Mr. Green has them. And I'm going to see if there's a better opportunity for slightly lower odds. Because I think Lashley's going to go to the final two at least. Seth is someone to consider as well, so i got to consider that, but I, I think Lashley, for me, good little play. Alexa Bliss, like I said, I believe she's worth the risk at plus 200. It makes sense. I look at the rest of them, and other than Bianca, I really can't see anyone else. So, yeah, I would say Alexa or Bianca, and at plus 200 odds, Alexa's a decent price. There's Lita via DQ. Like I said, that's a casual bet, like... I said, I did one quarter unit as my lowest bet for this. It's like half of that, basically. You know, if I make a few bucks, I'm happy. If not, at least I'm into the match. Madcap Moss, I just can't really bring myself to do it. I am going to study some more 
like uh, matches leading up to WrestleMania for this storyline of feud where the guys set for someone else and the the heels got a like a partner or an assist you know someone a buddy to team up with and I'm going to see if there's historical data showing that hey Madcap Moss might be a decent bet I don't think so though and then we've got yeah like there's the only other bet is the Miz plus 150 that's the only decent one i like on this card and i am going to explore their history further so that's pretty much it for me i appreciate everyone listening it's going to be an interesting pay-per-view that's for sure that's one thing like i'm not the biggest wwe fan at the moment but the world title scene has been um like lots of questions about it you know royal rumble and then at this so i'm really curious to see where it will go and i'll be tuning in saturday nice day of a afternoon saturday wrestling pay-per-view can he beat that man so that's pretty much it for me. You can see my official betting tips at betwwe.com on Thursday. I will write them up tomorrow. And yeah, go to the sports books for, uh, um, via my links, betwrestlingpodcast.com to help support the show. I truly appreciate that. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Don't forget that Cody prop bet and always bet on Charlotte. Except today. <laughs>